Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? Welcome to Crazy Day. My name is Matt. I've been working on a podcast outline for this week's episode off and on for the last few weeks. And while I feel like it's pretty close to being done, it also feels like every time I sit down to finish it, I just stare at my screen. Not quite sure how to put the proverbial bow on it. I've gone back and tweaked some bits here and there, but I just can't quite see the ending yet. And and look, this isn't about perfectionism or being afraid to fail. It's more about noticing that there's still something inside of me on the topic that I haven't quite been able to tap into yet, haven't been able to express and release in a way that feels good and satisfying. I keep sitting down to write, and I keep hitting that wall. I keep getting frustrated, too. Despite all the work I've done on myself, there's still a part of me that wants to push through and stick to my commitment to get this episode out on time like I said I would as a man, damn it. But then there's this softer part of me that I'm learning to listen to. The part of me that's more like water and less like rock. The part that's far more powerful that says, hey, notice me. This episode still needs some time to simmer inside before it's ready to come out. But while you're here, (laughs) if you haven't noticed by now, I'm kind of a curious guy. Sure, I'm curious about the world around me. And last year's experiment to notice the details evolved into far more understanding about myself than I could have ever imagined when I started the year off. But one thing I've always felt strongly about is that life, business, everything, it's all about people. And so I love to learn about the people around me, my friends, family, coworkers, anyone else that I find myself around, assuming they're willing to share, of course. I find so much depth and wisdom in their experiences, their perspectives, their worldviews, especially when they're diverse and different from my own. In fact, the more diverse, the better, in my opinion. One of my favorite questions to ask when I'm in an environment with people who are willing to go a little deeper than small talk is ask them what they would do if they won or received a bunch of money where the amount of money, frankly, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the amount of money is. Pick a number and then multiply it by five or 10 or 100. And everybody gets, in my experience at least, pretty similar answers. They get things like, you know, they're going to buy a house, they're going to buy a car, they're going to take a trip, or they're going to buy their parents a house or a car and take their friends on a trip or go do a bunch of partying. It's all variations on a theme. Yeah. Some people might talk about investments and trusts or rental properties or ways to ensure that the money doesn't just disappear in time. Yeah. Making sure their family is taken care of and secure. And while those things are all well and good, I might even do some of them myself, I do find that they're kind of boring, if only because the answers are all largely the same. Now, there's a reason for that. Human beings crave safety and security and that kind of a thing. Here's my variation on the question. Yeah, 
The fun part is, what do you do when you win the money? But the interesting part that nobody asks, what would you be doing a year later or two years later? Once the fun and the excitement and the dopamine of having all that money in your bank account kind of wears off and it just becomes normal that you got a bunch of zeros in your bank account to the left of the decimal point, <laughs> right? What do you do then? Nobody asks that question, but when you do, you start to get some interesting answers because for the first time, if someone's answering honestly and putting some thought into it, they start to think about what lights them up. The questions or rather the answers that they start to give are things that speak more to not what would be fun and what would be just exciting, but rather what kind of impact do they want to have? Where are their values? I remember years ago, I heard someone say something, something along the lines of money doesn't make you good or bad. It just makes you more of what you already were. I think we've all seen celebrities, athletes, maybe rich people like, you know, local business owners or what have you who are rude and selfish. They don't give money away. They can't be bothered to spend time with people and so forth. And you have to wonder, I mean, are they that way because they're rich? Maybe they were just always that way. You know, conversely, we've seen celebrities and athletes, rich people, business people, etc., who also are well known for giving of themselves, their time. They make time for their fans or their friends. For They go visit sick people in the hospitals and those types of things. And they're also rich. The money doesn't seem to be the, the thing that these things have and that these people have in common. It seems to me that whatever those traits are, we're already there. Maybe the money just amplifies it. So it's a far more interesting question to me to ask that because you get far more interesting answers. You might find that your friend who's a, you know, an insurance broker, maybe they really care about rescuing puppies, <laughs> right? Or donating to charity or um, being opening up a, you know, a food truck or something like that, because that's what they're actually passionate about. That's what they actually dream about. Maybe some of you listening might be wondering what my answer to this question would be. Now, I've thought about it over the years. It probably would be different depending on when you asked me and where I was in my life at the time, I suppose. But off the cuff today, here's, I think, what I would say. I know I would definitely want to take some classes to learn some things that I don't know now that I want to know some things around designing some stuff for my workshop um, that I just feel like I don't do very well. I would want to study under some furniture makers that I think look at things differently. They, they know the classic ways of making things, but they also seem to have a different way of looking at the world. I'd want to build a house and a workshop in, the, in nature closer to the woods. And that's probably closer to the first half of what I would do if I had a bunch of money. But I think what I would want to do with that is be making furniture or items that add beauty to the world or bless people with items that have significance to them. 
put some meaning into those items, um, whether it be a shape or a size, uh, a color, a material, something along those lines that has a personal meaning or significance to them. And then offer a, a shop class like environment for people to come to. There's something that I've noticed. So, I mean, I've mentioned before, and I'll probably do a podcast about it at some point. I'm going off the cuff here if you can't tell. Um, that I, I mean, I love woodworking. It's a passion of mine. I've done it for about five or six years. And, you know, as I've traveled around and, and met people, when you mention woodworking, it's a lot of times with men, sometimes with women too, though, especially when you get to people that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, something like that. A lot of them get this look in their eyes and they start talking fondly about their shop class in high school. They mention their teacher or their experience there. Many of them made something in shop class and they might even still have the, the table, the bookshelf, the cutting board or whatever the project was that they made. And many of them wish they could go back and do it. They wish they still had a shop. They wish they still had the time, but life, but their job, but their career, but, 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 but. And I've just noticed this wistful look in people's eyes over the years. And I think it would be cool to have a place where men and women both could come and get back into that shop class-like environment. Maybe bring their own kids. A lot of people lament the loss of shop class in the current school systems for various reasons. And I think that would be neat. I would love to work with people um, and help them learn to love themselves and understand how awesome they are. That is something that has been a big part of my life. And I would love to be able to pass that on to others in some way. I would love to be able to spend time on things that make me energy rich and cooperate with people on the things that make me energy poor but make them energy rich. And let me explain what I mean by that. There are things that I do in my life that I love to do, right? Um, I love fixing things around my house. Some of you might cringe at that, but I enjoy that. It makes me feel good to do that. I, I have fun doing that. I enjoy working in my shop, as an example. I enjoy um, a lot of aspects of my life. I enjoy this podcast. This feels good to me. This gives me energy, right? I have fun doing this. But then there are aspects of my life that I don't enjoy. And I don't mean the things like doing my taxes and whatever, but I mean like I don't enjoy mowing my yard. I don't enjoy doing landscaping as an example. Now, some of you may love doing that, but I really, really, really don't. I don't have fun doing it. I don't feel like I have a good feel for what it takes. I don't have a good vision for what it could look like. I really just don't enjoy it. It saps every bit of energy to even be talking about it right now, let alone to go out and do it. And it's not the manual labor aspect of it. It is just every piece of landscaping I don't enjoy. But for me, it would be amazing to find somebody who that makes them energy rich and work with them, cooperate. I could add to their life and they could add to mine. That is a win-win to me. <laughs> I would love to live more in accord with my body and to be more of what the world needs. In other words, not sit there and go, well, I would love to do this, but I can't because I have to do that. I would, 
I would love to be able to notice more about what my body loves and what it responds to and what it needs and what it thrives on and do more of that. I feel like that is more of what the world needs and that would allow me to be more of what the universe made me to be and made me to offer to the, to the world around me. To give to charities that help the homeless in ways that help them in both the short term and the long term. Right? Obviously, the homeless need food and shelter and clothes. They need that right now. That's a non-negotiable. But they also need support to help them to be able to get out of what brought them into that predicament in the first place. And that's a complex issue. And there are charities and organizations that are providing that. And I would love to be able to uh, help those charities in financial ways and physically, uh, you know, personal, get out there and, and help them uh, directly myself. And I would also love to be involved with some speaking engagements to share my experience on all the things that I just mentioned above. So what about you? What would you do if you could do anything? I find it's a fun exercise to do, if for no other reason than to watch what comes up when your soul is free to dream. Do you have a ton of ideas at the ready? Or do you find it difficult to even dream? Do you find yourself judging what comes up or comparing it to what somebody else might come up with or what you think someone might come up with? You know, now that I think about it, I don't think I need to win the lottery and have unlimited resources to do or at least to start to do some of the things on my list. It's kind of interesting how the exercise of dreaming big helped me to see that what could be possible now, what's available to me right here in the present, without a statistically improbable event happening first. Hmm. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Well, so that's it for this yeah, half-outlined, half-impromptu episode of Crazy Day. If you are still listening... Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end. If you know someone who might enjoy this episode, I would be honored if you would share this with them or on your social media feed. It would really help get the word out about this little podcast of mine and spread the word of curiosity to more people. Also, if you haven't already, I would love it if you would leave a rating or review if your podcast player or app allows for it. But whatever you choose, I love you all so much. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you again on the next crazy day.